0: to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 HOPE line at one 877 8 hope or text HOPENY-467369.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Wolf Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Wozny Bray a.k.a. Big Waz On the line, as always, my brothers and compadres, my comrades, man. My non-cucks. These brothers ain't cucks, y'all. These brothers, these are some real tops we got over here. Please, do
2: we support Warren? No. <laughs> no, we're
1: not. Michael Jamal Brooks and Nando Vila. What's up, y'all? How's
2: it going, How man? you doing? Thank
3: on today's you,
1: show, we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to get into the Sean King up uproar on lefty Twitter. Um, we're we're going to get into the corporate welfare bailout thievery whatever you want to call it thievery. that the fed has instituted for the financial sector and not even looting, the whole f- looting corporate looting of the government of our money um we're going to get into that um but first of course you know this thing is top of mind for basically Actually,
2: wait real quick i'm sorry guys everybody loved the tmbs crossover last Ooh. week we got good reviews. reviews very good reviews. So very smart got and educated again, though, tmbs
3: audience not used to not like the woke bros audience, man. This is we're, we're we're the TMBS audience. They you know they 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 have their glasses on and they're they reading took off
2: books. They're monocles. Yeah, they're, like, they're reading gosh, books. George. Ah, with political implications.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that it's the was same awesome. Audience. Well, there's overlap, but yeah. we're gonna do that again. I'm very I'm very that excited. Awesome. Let's let's do that seriously let's do that again another two yeah. three weeks that was I'm awesome down. but also i'm, sorry, I'm a
1: sicko and i like mixing it up with the people in in, in the um, tmbs comment section on youtube like they're Ooh. having their own like show <laughs> within the show in the comment right. section what's
3: going on in the comment this section is, i gotta I, i've, I've long, it's been a long time Anything. since i delved into a comment Any section and everything Anything. dude like Anything. it doesn't even
1: have to do with what mike or his guests are talking about like it's its own world, and it's just so much fun. I love, I love the TNBS community. But yeah, man, first you know we got to talk about Michael Floyd and um,
2: George Floyd, right? What was, George, what, Floyd. George, George Floyd. George
1: Floyd. Sorry, sorry, we're too much football on the brain. George Floyd, um, and you know his death at the hands of the Minneapolis Police Department. Uh, four officers were fired. Two, I believe, remain under investigation by the FBI. Obviously, it's a tragedy. There's been some form of rioting um, going on uh, in the Minneapolis community. I heard a Target, heavens no, a Target might have lost a couple of, you know, big screen TVs. So nothing gets a normie more riled up than property damage, y'all. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, you know... I, I I struggle to talk about this thing, man. Cause it's like, you know, it's one thing that happens over and over again. There's no new thing to say. It's obviously a problem. Yeah. It obviously needs to be addressed. Like there's no ambiguity here. Right. Like um, being bad at your job as a cop should not mean that somebody dies. Right. Like there are people who have bad days, who mess up, who, you know, whatever, in, in whatever profession they work, but like, you know, when you're a police officer, dude, the responsibility is astronomical, right? Like, the idea that you could take on that job and be so senseless and reckless and unempathetic um, and the guy was allegedly, you know, forged a check, it's just, it's incredible, you know? Or, or you know, just the idea that when people say, oh, well, he, he might have been resisting arrest, like, the idea that the punishment for resisting arrest should be your life is mind-blowing. Dude, you don't get
2: to to murder somebody. Um, yeah. Actually, you don't get to murder somebody for any reason. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. And yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't say like whatever. I feel like you always have to like put disclaimers on things, but just fuck it. There's some cases where the officers absolutely are acting on racist, racial bias, and they do need to face consequences. But also, if we're being real. They need to face consequences because they're police officers and they're acting on racial bias. But they are like, okay, that's a split second decision. And somebody reacted and they're reacting through these bias sets. And I say that all just to say that, like, this is, and you knew it was going to be. Like this is just a pure – like this is murder. It's not manslaughter. It's not like – there's a reason they make distinctions in these cases legally and there's a reason that they just fired these guys. Like when I saw the headlines that they just fired them, it was like, well, that video is – gonna be one of the gruesome most gruesome things you've ever seen. Yeah. Because the police department in the union is not coming out and saying like, well, I mean, yeah, right. he broke his larynx, but he was listening to ludicrous. And right. you know how it goes. <laughs> it's really difficult and you know, like they Those just you're like letters okay, are always yeah.
1: the most psychotic, yeah. vicious things psychotic. that you could that you could ever read, dude. Every single time. And and you're right, Mike, the idea that they, they just came out and fired these dudes and of course the video is forthcoming. And And it's as brutal as you predicted.
2: I mean, he's standing. He he, there is no. And even the mayor of Minneapolis pointed this out. He's like, there's no. This isn't like a move in their repertoire that's misapplied. There's no training that says, (laughs) all right, person's completely subdued, cuffed, cannot move at all. And you hang out with your hands in your pockets and put your weight on their fucking neck. (laughs) through your leg while they bleed out on the concrete. That isn't, I mean, whatever, again, like it's actually, I mean, I saw uh, Judge Napolitano on Fox News being like, I don't understand why there aren't charges yet. Like he was just like, there should be a state charge for murder Mm -hmm. and there should be a federal charge by violating his civil rights. And then he paused and he goes, in this case by civil rights, I mean his right to breathe. Wow. And this is Judge, you know, Napolitano. Napolitano.
1: Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and and again, like, there's there's not much to say here. It's clearly wrong. Mm. It's clearly fucked up. If you if you are in your feelings about property damage and how could they do that to their own communities? And like, I mean, it's a fucking target. This isn't a nail salon, guys. Like, this is a target. Like, yeah. like, it's the definition of cheaply made products from China. Um, You know, corporation, like, it's just freaking Target. Get out of your feelings about the quote-unquote rioting and looting because God forbid somebody end up with a free TV. Like, God forbid somebody gets some new DVDs in their crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know why I'm supposed to care about this. In this context, specifically, people reacting to an agent of the state killing somebody for nothing. Like, they're reacting to something. Like, people always... Take that part out. And by people, I mean normies. Like, they really... Like, if you go on your Facebook right now, forget about it, dude. Like, forget about it. All you're going to see is, wow, why would they ever just... I mean, this isn't going to make anything better. This isn't the answer. Blah, 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 blah. And then inevitably, MLK's name is going to come out. They nasty-ass mouth. And it's just like... (laughs) <laughs> it, 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 like it's the cycle is just it, it, it's so exhausting dude and it's so yeah. predictable but you know mike i think you you mentioned something in the pre-show about a proper way specifically for pe- those on the left to contextualize this going forward and nationalize this in a way that isn't just about obviously police departments show bias versus against black people and hispanic people but, you know, it's a cultural issue about just police brutality in general, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I just was trying to think through this because I just, I think... Because even, like, what's happening in Minneapolis, I, I mean, look, it's 100%. It, not only is it, like, justified, whatever that word even means, I'm I'm legitimately shocked it doesn't happen a lot more. Okay. So that's not even on the table. Now, this, in terms of the question, I don't <laughs> condemn... Anybody? I mean, of course, especially because most people are out just protesting. They're getting hit with tear gas and all the rest. And I don't care about rushing a target. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to – now, on the flip side, I'm not going to pretend it's like, oh, yeah, we're about to have a revolution. Like, no, all that's about to happen is that uh, cities are going to get even more surveilled and policed. So I'm not going to, like, feed a, a fantasy that, you know, some other people, you know, like uh, – you know, another type of like mostly white liberals sitting there, you know, listening to the Clash albums on, you know, on Spotify, being like, S-totty! you know, so no, you're like right. setting, all, setting all the nonsense aside, <laughs> I think that if we, and, and like this comes out the, the kind of politics we talk about a lot and a distinction I've been trying to make really clearly recently that like the The rights revolution that came out of the 1960s, which is solidifying, codifying the equal and full protection for every single citizen, period, is politically essential. It's both morally essential. It's also um, strategic. You can't build the kind of like big mass socialistic project for like worker power that we're talking about unless every human being in the game is— is safe protected has the constitutional rights that they're that they're guaranteed and and you know so many have fought and bled for and that that is a different thing than all of the woke shit that we're criticizing all the time all of the like endless cycle of the rage and da, 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 da. and a lot of to me just you know frankly just even amounts to like gossip I'm not saying sometimes it gets like the Central Park thing is a good example where some of these things actually do collide together because yeah. generally like you know like okay someone's being an asshole let's throw them up on social media that that's not like really the kind of content I want to do in this case and I would say, actually, ironically, just on a 30-second tangent, I what's amazing to me about that Central Park thing is I have no doubt that if that woman uh, who had contributed to Obama and contributed to Buttigieg, if she took some type of, like, HR-approved implicit bias test, I bet she would know how to take it. Yeah, And she would actually be certified as being very woke. But cool. in that situation, when she was minorly inconvenienced, She was essentially ready to put this man's life at risk because of her whole entitlement. So I think that's actually another thing that's important to keep in mind. But I think at the end of the day, if we want to make this a mass national issue, it's undeniable and everybody knows that it's a racist and racial issue. But we also need to, as a practical matter, look at the fact that in the United States, the police kill a lot of people. And they kill disproportionately black and Hispanic people, no question. They actually also kill a, a fair amount of low-income white people, just as we're the most over-incarcerated uh, you know, population in the industrialized world. And that cuts across in the whole world, the whole world, not even relative to no, no, no. The, exactly, the whole world, like, literally the whole world, like even the usual fucking men people talk about more people than China or Russia or whatever. And so at a certain point, you've got to. I mean, first of all, I think it actually helps analytically to recognize that these things are mass issues that cut across a lot of really important areas, including, of course, race, but also class and deindustrialization and just violence in general. You know, being real about how violent this country is. This country is an usually violent place. And I don't, you know, I'm not like, I I like America. I'm not into like the baseless hating on America, but we also need to be real. America's a fucking violent place. And so, I guess it seems to me like if people could start pivoting into there is a multi manifested police problem that runs the gambit from the fact that this guy that committed this murder was not prosecuted by Amy Klobuchar in 2011 for a suspicious shooting of a Native American man. There are people like this, and there's things that need to be investigated. I have no doubt that white supremacist terrorist organizations are telling people to go into the police force and the military. It's a real thing that needs to be investigated. And at the same time, there are these individual bigots and psychopaths. But we also know that there's big structural policing policies that that target and police different neighborhoods and different populations in different ways. And that includes race, but actually also— class. And, and I'm, and I think if we could frame it in a big way, that's actually going to be practical utility because I don't want to just, I'm you know, whatever, like what, honestly, especially for people who already have some understanding, at least, you know, morally or conceptually of this stuff, what happens every couple of years, something that happens every day gets brought to our attention. Cause there's a fucking sickening, there's a fucking snuff film. People get outraged. And then they nothing. talk on social media, and then that's it. Yep. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, and and then, you know, sure, the Obama administration absolutely did. They they brought the consent decrees in, which Trump pulled back. That's a very real difference, by the way, between Republicans and Democrats, people need to be real about. But if we want a mass, durable movement, you know, it's like because then I hear other people going and starting to, say like, abolish the police. I mean, I don't like I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not a time for, like, fucking slogans. It's time for a seriousness.
1: Nasty. That's
2: it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's ironic to me because certainly most fucking police officers I've known are definitely people of color right. and they are, you know, they definitely embody all the contradictions of this. But anyways, that's my point. I think we got to also talk about police violence across the board. And maybe if we talk about it across the board, there could be a different kind of coalition to come together to actually stop this shit.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it sucks w- to be poor. It sucks to be poor in America, regardless of who you are. It's worse if you're black and Hispanic, but it sucks for everyone. It's um, for but, everyone. But it's violence. I did want to yeah. talk to
1: you guys about um, Amy Amy, <laughs> Amy, Cooper, because, you know, um, inevitably there's the hand-wringing about, oh, I lost my job and my life has been ruined and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I will say this, right? Like, I, I don't think that this woman should be unemployed for the rest of her life. And nor, yeah. not that I think that that's actually going to be the case, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think that she should be unemployed for the rest of her life, but I do think the level of shame and scrutiny that she's gotten online and the public flogging that she's gotten is well-earned, well-deserved, and and quite frankly, an appropriate punishment. Like, well, honestly, look, I think it's enough she, to be a pariah in your community for however long that happens to her Um, And we can just move on with our lives.
3: Well, she's she's just the perfect example of a broader thing, which is the rebranding in the last four or five years of affluent liberals as kind of this, like, you know, ultra woke thing who, like, care about uh, black bodies and uh, LGBT (laughs) Q, I plus, um, brothers and sisters when they really don't give a shit about either no. of those people. Of not. Uh, well, they care more about the gays cause they have gay friends, but, right. um, less, you know what I mean? And it's just like, a, it's just been an g- incredible rebranding, um, that is relatively recent. Like it used to not be that way. Hashtag don't
2: trust white woman. Well, yeah, and it's
3: and it's just like, um and it's they're they're full of shit. They're full of shit. They don't give a fuck, you know. So that that's like what that is. That's just an example of that. Of just how say, when rubber hits problem. the road, they they're immediately throw it all out the window.
2: Hundred percent. My yeah. my only, my, I don't really have a pushback about her. Like I don't have any. There are definitely people who I feel bad about, you know, because I do think like I'm sorry. I do have the sense of like look, you know, people, I don't, I don't think anybody should be defined by their worst moments. And I think there is like a political upshot to that, but whatever, I mean, look, I don't have, I, yeah, I mean, look what this, what she tried to do, That's crazy. <laughs> my only, th- so my only thing though, is like, I do think in a, in a, so I'm, I'm very interested in her honestly, actually facing potential legal or civil charges. Cause I think like, A frivolous 911 call is actually a a serious crime. Uh, I think in a unionized world, um, she would have a work for – like she would have brothers and sisters at a union that would actually say like, fuck her, but you can't fire her over that. Like, I I actually have a concern – like the funniest thing that I ever heard um, was – do you guys remember James Damore? He was that guy at Google. He wrote. He wrote oh, some kind yeah, of yeah, 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 got yeah, yeah. fired for writing some memo at Google, basically saying like, you know, like w- yeah, women yeah. don't make engineers or some shit. I mean, I don't know, something sexist. And what was actually funny was that he didn't want to go down this road anyway. Whatever. I mean, he he might have had an employment discrimination case himself in a way if he wanted to take like neurodiversity seriously. But regardless, I remember this guy saying to me like. If Google was unionized, or there was a concept of unionization, they would never have allowed him to be fired for writing a memo in a company email. That's like unacceptable. And he's like, and after they made sure he wasn't fired, they would have jumped him after work (laughs) and beat (laughs) shit out of him for being sexist about women advancing in the company. Which I actually loved. I was like, that sounds about right to me. So I, I do have like I think it is. I just have an innate—I'm just—that whole phenomenon of, like, Franklin Templeton pinning the tweet that they fired her, I don't like the societal representations of that. On the other hand, in this case, if they open an investigation for her, like, I mean, I I think they should. I think she's literally using public resources to—I mean, we're getting into, like, obviously it's racist and she's risking his life, but it's also, like— it's frivolous. Like even if you want to just take it super narrow, it's like you can't, you can't just be like, oh, I'm being annoyed. I'm gonna like use public resources. It's the most entitled, reckless, illegal shit imaginable. Uh,
3: the the um, I was just thinking about. Um talking about like how over-policed we are um, and all this stuff. Like I was just thinking about remembering um, the uh, Catalan secession crisis when they held a a referendum for independence and um, the police moved in and, and, you know, they beat a lot of people up and there's videos of it and they're pretty shocking. And it was like, you know, like genuinely shocked all of Europe and it shocked uh, people in Spain and it like stopped kind of – it was like the the biggest story of the year and whatever. And I'm trying to imagine like what would happen if like – some state held a, uh, here in the United States held like a, 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 vote, an illegal vote to secede from the United States. And, uh, you know, a bunch of black people kind of got together and voted to become like their own nation or some shit. And then like the cops, <laughs> and it's just like, you know, like they, they or they're We're just so, yeah, we're so over policed and we're so desensitized to it. Um, that, you know, this video was shocking, uh, but it happens every day. Uh, I mean at least a thousand, around a thousand people get killed by the cops every year uh, black, white, Hispanic it's Chinese. just unacceptable it's just, I mean, just, just totally unaccepted. unacceptable every yeah, single just... one of those is unacceptable like it just is There, there's just no justification for it it doesn't happen in other places it just doesn't happen yeah, exactly. you know like that's just the bottom line and
1: And those places aren't overrun with crime, either, by the way. Like, like, people like to present these two, you know, as as if they're diametrically opposed, right? Like, we can't have a peaceful society without an enraged police force. It's like, that's simply not true. And
3: it's just, and it's like, again, you know, liberals like to poo-poo, like, having a strong welfare state is not going to end racism. And, like, that's true, but it's like, having a strong welfare state really does... Kind of mitigate the most violent effects exactly. of both crime, welfare, um, and and violence. Like it's just it's just that's just the reality. Like it, none of these other societies are as violent as we are, and it's just and it all ultimately comes down to that. That it sucks to be poor in this country. It just really sucks. Um, and it it's violent it Actually,
2: are, it's, is violence. Uh, it is violence. I'm yeah. tired of hearing like the phrase that's literal violence or whatever. But like it's violence. We are if you have anything approaching a non-robust income, this country is violent to you and is is actively seeking to shorten your life. Real quick, though, the one that was more like on the spectrum, and, you know, whatever, this is another guy. It's not as serious, but, yeah, I mean, he deserved it. He was a fucking asshole. The guy who uh, called because, like, black guys oh, who had offices. Gym. Yeah, the gym guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the
2: funny part about that, this shit cracked, this part did crack me up. Somehow, because, you know, this is what the fucking Internet is like. Somebody tracked down a a basically a cell phone of a business partner of his in like a former venture. And what's hilarious is that the voicemail of this former partner (laughs) is not like, hey, look, I don't work with this guy anymore. Like, please stop calling me. It's like we haven't worked together for quite some time. What he did is absolutely wrong, and we have condemned discrimination
0: <laughs> in every part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Completely throws <laughs> him under the bus. <laughs> but,
2: Actually try to look really good at this
1: yeah. <laughs> Wait, did it, didn't
3: that Amy Cooper uh, woman lose her dog? Uh yes. she's like, well, <laughs> I
1: think they're taking the dog away, too, which is also <laughs> oh, that uh, fantastic. That's like,
3: that's like liberalism. Like, it's like she was doing like can that dog, you know, is <laughs> not safe?
2: <laughs> way, like, I mean, look, this is ah, oh, fuck. This, why is the fact that they were both so, named
3: Cooper? Like, what the fuck? Like, the, the writers of a simulation, so simulation bad. are just fucking with us.
2: And also the the way that like this man that she does this racist shit to, and again, it cannot be emphasized oh, enough. God, it dude. doesn't fucking matter, like. He could have just been... He um, went to beautiful. Harvard! Yeah, exactly. He was like the perfect... He's, exact, though, that literally the New He's York one of the good Obama- ones! Yeah, <laughs> He's He's like the like Henry Louis Gates <laughs> thing. <I laughs> tweeted out, we're so glad that Christian is okay and look forward to watching more birds with him! I mean... I think there's like those like,
3: awful like, <laughs> Joe <laughs> Filipovich... You <laughs> see like those like, awful <laughs> Joe <laughs> Filipovic tweets?
2: Bad, <laughs> bad one, Amy. Very bad call. Well, the, you the, should the, used the, to like, load like, it up. The You're murdered. It wasn't a bird watcher.
3: You know, the the white liberals that are like, look at him, he's like cute and he's like the, the big. Like, his he's numbers, one of the good sweetheart. guys. He's not <laughs> great at all. Fuck us. There are Twitter he's threads one of the of the good water. black guys. He's not a scary he's black. black. You know, I might, if I got drunk enough, I might hook up with him at a party.
2: <laughs> they are the subtext of half of the tweets condemning her are that. He was the wrong type of black man yeah, exactly. to try to terrorize the police violence. Yeah. Dis- you didn't have to do that to him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, my God. What is wrong the, with The you? message being here, because we do got to move on to the corporate welfare portion of the program. Um, you know, white liberals aren't perfect, but they're who we got. Um, <laughs> there's, there's nothing more I can tell you um, no, so with that we gotta move on to um, David Dan and his piece in the Intercept in partnership with the American Prospect really long deeply reported awesome yeah. piece about essentially the bailout of the entire investment class and by investment not you with your little e-trader app on your phone yeah. you making your little trades for 50 bucks you think you're Warren Buffett no Not you. They didn't bail you out. They bailed the big boys out, and they bailed them out immediately. There was no question about it. As soon as things started going in the tank, people losing their jobs, people not paying rent. We're not getting no rent freezes, no mortgage freezes. We're not getting any of that stuff. People are getting to, um, you know, Mitch McConnell is fighting tooth and nail in Congress about, oh, we can't pay people more on freaking unemployment than they get at their own jobs. God forbid people get... Like, get a livable wage? What the fuck? How are we going to run a slave economy if we do that, right? Um, and so immediately you see the Fed step up. And, you know, I, I'm not even of the mind that they shouldn't have stepped up. I, I just think, like, the idea that this is the first thing they do with no hesitation. Like, the, the the amount of... The lack of resistance, I should say, to doing this is just astounding when you think about the figures involved. And, you know, secondly, before I hand it off to you, Nando, I was just... It just strikes me that, you know, people think of the stock market and like as this arc capitalist endeavor, right? And this shit is underwritten by American tax dollars. It is the most socialized thing that exists here in this country. There's nothing more socialized than the financial sector. It's incredible to me. Like, and again, like, I'm up, I'm kind of of the mind sometimes that we get the government that we deserve. Like, you know, and I said I was on somebody's show yesterday and I was like, yo, if we could convince, you know, the poor people across America, across racial gender, blah, 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 to understand who the actual enemies are. We could change the shit tomorrow. Right. I think people have made uh, a calculation that, you know, kicking Mexicans out and punching them in the dick is more important than financial freedom. Right. Like people have. and And I think they made that. Clear eyed. They've done that with clear eyes. Like, this is a good, this is a fine enough trade off for me, which, okay, that's fine. That's the system we got because that's what people seem to want, which is cool. What I don't like is when we're constantly being condescended to by the corporate class about, no, no, the government, the people, they, they don't know anything about financial instruments. These things are too complicated. You got to leave it to the experts, man. Come on, man, the cap we're the experts here. We don't need government involved. Where It's like government is involved at every fucking step. You guys use these guys literally, literally, they're sucking on the government tit at every freaking turn. And they condescend to people like you and I. And when they say like, you know, a poor person has to go on welfare or a poor person needs a rent freeze or a poor person needs this, it's like, well, you should have saved for a rainy day. You're a piece of shit if you don't save for a rainy day, blah, blah, blah. That's the shit that kills me is the condescension from these motherfuckers.
3: Yeah, I mean this. This article came out yesterday, as as you know, and as all this stuff with George Floyd was going down, and all the protests and, and stuff. And what I just couldn't stop thinking that, um, like what you were talking about, um, you know, people, you know, the the inability or of are uh, us on the left to sort of um, unite everyone around a shared agenda um, to really improve our lives. And really, what it comes down to is decades of conditioning to believe that government cannot deliver the goods on any front and you know that they can't that it can't improve your life in any meaningful way um, because it hasn't in any meaningful way in a long time like it, this is a thing that did happen at some point at some point government in the United States did improve the lives of various people and really And they could see it and they could feel it. What we've been conditioned to is sort of decreasing um, expectations on that front. And then you see something like this and you realize the sheer power of government, the sheer, the raw, ruthless power of government to do something enormous. Like, I mean, the, the actual kind of nuts and bolts of how it works is like pretty complicated and probably not worth getting into about like the way the Fed can backstop uh, debts for, you know, as, as corporations get billions of dollars of loans, like the point is that the fed, this giant institution that is largely, I mean, not totally, but largely unaccountable, um, to the day-to-day of politics, uh, you know, they're, they're not like sort of elected every two years or whatever, um, can basically make whole the capitalist class to the tune of trillions of dollars
2: like this. <laughs> Like, like that. four trillion dollars without any oversight from yeah. the Treasury Secretary, it's who crazy. you know has his own path which absolutely been prosecuted for financial crimes.
3: Yeah, and it's it's just like it shows you, it like if we were to reorient our politics around a sort of shared agenda, the sheer power of government to improve our lives dramatically is there. It's sitting there it's just controlled by the wrong people and they use it for their own benefit. You know, it's, it really is like the, the the scale of this bailout is so hard for us to wrap our minds around and it's going to take, years to really understand fully um, and, 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 and really to sort of see the lasting effects of it. But this is kind of the first piece that I saw that looked into the actual nuts and bolts of certain corporations and how they were able to tap into this wealth and how, they were, how quickly they were able to get access to billions of dollars each, you know, like overnight, overnight, magically just appeared to them. It's and it's and, just I, and I noticed
1: there's nobody on TV anywhere about on Fox this. News calling it free money. Right? Um what the, a lot of well, times Well no one's talking about it at all, period. Right. Nobody's talking about it period. Exactly. Um a lot of times when people, you know, I, I, during the campaign, I'm I'm talking to people and they're asking me what my, you know, political allegiances are, leanings are and you know, you mentioned Bernie, and and the you could see the hair sort of stand up on the back of their necks, and they're just like, doesn't all of his fans just want free money, free stuff, free, 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 free? I'm like, I mean, it's not free. It's it's no. our money yeah. <laughs> repurposed, right? Like, instead of buying right. planes that don't work from, you know, these dudes with these military contracts, um, you know, maybe we'll give some people some health care. Maybe people won't go into debt to go to college. And, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll just try to improve people's lives in some type of meaningful way. But whatever. But, but I say that to say, like, you'll never hear somebody say, corporations love free. They'll never say that, ever.
2: Yeah, I mean, of course they'll never say that. We've had decades and decades of propaganda to shame people and terrorize people about taking the smallest crumbs while other things are completely seen seen as normal. I mean, look, one thing that's really clear about how this whole process has gone is that We're in no danger of the Republicans uh, outflanking the Democrats uh, from the the left at all. They had this slight opportunity. They know how to signal it. But at the end of the day, this is the most pure expression of of, uh, plutocratic oligarch monopoly capitalism in human history Is the Republican Party. And the second thing is with the Democrats— When you look at the Democrats and why, like, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer have not stepped up, even on simple things like we should be radically increasing spending on food stamps right now, Um, basically programs that are automatic, they just kick in. You hit a certain level of crisis, you got it. Um, Not to mention, obviously, things like rent freezes and rent moratoriums and all of this type of stuff. They will say— Specifically, with certain areas, well, the problem is like we need to means test the check that's going out. You know, we need to. Oh, you know, God forbid somebody that's making seventy five thousand a year. Yeah. We don't want. We would. Well, we certainly don't want to make them get an extra thousand dollars. I mean, right. obviously, those people are fucking yeah. rich. Right. And I think you know, in addition to how stupid that is in and of itself, and actually economically counterproductive and ridiculous. This just, you know, literally trillions of dollars is being fed to the economy through the Fed that is just going to shareholders. I mean, this isn't even the airline industry had enough union presence to make a few protections on jobs, but in the main, like Boeing just announced they're laying off 12,000 people. There's going to be austerity across the country. We obviously don't have a public health infrastructure, and we're worried about fucking up a bailout package that would actually be politically advantageous because we want to make sure somebody who makes $80,000 a year doesn't have an extra thousand bucks that they would spend, by the way, in this environment, while at the same time letting trillions wash through the Fed to the most wealthy people in the history of the planet with zero oversight and accountability. So, you know, I mean, I don't don't know, man, just I read all this stuff and I, like, we're done. I'm not saying this, like, we can't, like, we've got to continue on and figure it out. And I have a lot of faith in people in, in, in terms of creativity and intelligence, and I think we can get better. And I think, you know, there's certain moves that could be made. But, like, this we're done. Like, yeah. like this democracy, this system, just even like the pretend show of it is increasingly over. And arguably like the only things that even really work, somebody was saying to me the other day, and I was like, I think you're right. It's like basically the military and the fed. Cause even shit like getting, like I was talking to Mark Blythe about this, like even the part of getting loans to small businesses, you can't even do that. Yeah, Logistically, you can't do that yeah, because they don't only, have the mechanisms to do. They it. don't have the mechanism. The only mechanism they actually have is to use the Fed to pump money into the richest sectors of society. And they're going to ride it out. Look, there will be more bailouts and you can't have like a Great Depression and stock market growth indefinitely. So there will be more to help people. But at the same time, they're sitting back. I mean, they no, love this it because feels even like, with it feels like it feels like all the. Yeah, it feels
3: exactly like Russia, like the, Russia in the 90s was was basically in, uh, on steroids, a looting of the country by oligarchs. Like, I mean, they just yes. that's it was like an absolute looting. All and the then shit, the thing crash. Yeah, it's all coming home because the thing the situation ended up crashing, ended up coming to a head. And then they got Putin for 20 years. This kind of soft authoritarianism type thing that they have in which people are kind of like they've given up. Like they're like, yeah, you know, this is better than, you know, we'll accept this kind of status quo, authoritarianism, oligarchy, as long as things are kind of more or less stable, but like our life is shitty and not getting better. And that's just feels like what we're going to.
1: All right. Moving on to Sean King, you know, there's this, there's pe there's this piece in the daily beast about, you know, just the guy being a bad business manager, a bad boss, um, mishandling money, people, you know, there's unaccounted funds for stuff that he's fundraised for like, you know when he relaunched the the abolitionist newspaper, uh, and just a bunch of different kinds of things, and it it generated a, a whole bunch of um, discourse on on the left because Sean King is a freaking lightning rod for whatever reason, right? Um, like there's the like I remember a few years ago there was the whole racial ambiguity thing, and there was yeah. like yeah. All, like there's always this weird stuff around Sean King where he just he just, I don't know, he inspires a lot of hate for whatever reason on the internet. Um, and, and it was just typified by this. And it just made me like, I don't want to get into Sean King's, like, <laughs> his ability to run a newspaper. Like, I, you know, like, I, I don't, th- like, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't give the guy money. I just think it's so strange just the impulse to just kill this dude, right? Like, for, to me, you know, on a whole, right? Like, the guy's doing good work. Right. Like at, at the like at the end of the day, like he's doing something that ostensibly is good. I just think the nature of online fame just forces you to do things in attention seeking a way that make that, like that engenders this opposite reaction from people. Right. Like it's just, you know, I I just I would just love to hear you guys expound a, a little bit of like on your, your thoughts on just online and twitter infamy it's just something that i feel like should be avoided uh, at all costs
3: i i said it in the text i think sean king should take a break uh, take a page out of the michael brooks playbook you know a little bit and you know seriously like because i i i'm sympathetic to the quandary of like if you want to start a media organization and you need to raise money you need to be ambitious like you you're not going to like get money from rich people uh, if you're like yeah you know we're going to start slowly and we're going to start with like a you know, a little thing here and then we're going to grow like, no, you need to like, wow them with like, we're, this is going to be the biggest thing you've ever seen. And we're going to have this and we're going to have that and we're going to have that and we're going to do all, all these things. And like, then they will be like, OK, great. Like, here's my money. You know, like they're not, they're not going to give you money to like be methodical and start slowly and build your thing slowly up from the ground. And and. So like, that's basically what I feel like happened with him. Like he, you know, he got over ambitious and, and it didn't work out like, 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 so in a, in a horrible media environment for uh, business in any media. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just, that's kind of like what I, what I, what I feel, I, 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 I don't want to say I feel bad for him, but like, it's just part of the game. Like if you invest in a, in a venture, like it could fail, like it, it's, well, it's actually more likely than not that it will fail. Um, so I don't know like what the, what the real issue is outside of also,
1: that. Also, and I hate the concept that just cause the guy is an activist or activist adjacent that he should be poor, you know, like he shouldn't like try to earn a living. You should try to make some money. Like, you know, I, I, again, I, I don't, I can't claim to know what the ins and outs of this guy's business dealings, but I recoil at the idea that the guy, just cause he's an activist should, you know. Should live in the in in the projects. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I agree uh, with what you guys are saying. I mean, I, look, I, this was the first. There's been a lot of attempts, including by, you know, definitely other people who sort of emerged with Black Lives Matter brands to sort of like, you know, do hit pieces on Sean King before, which I think were clearly like they were just proxy wars for other things like basically like neoliberal projects that hated Bernie Sanders and Sean King is a lime of Bernie Sanders um, yeah i mean i don't know i don't know i this this is like always what i get back to i just think there's so few examples of people that i would really ever be ready to say this one action Or a series of mistakes, or whatever, just invalidates Mm -hmm. who you are. It's just—I actually think it's a really, really problematic way of looking at the world, and I think that that is like—that is neoliberalism. That is animizing. That it, like, that's doing it. So when you say, like, you know, this person made like an actual real mistake, or this person, whatever, and now they're done. They're but I think that that's like sick. I think that's like twisted, unhealthy, stupid, counterproductive behavior, and I condemn it. In all forms, period. This piece, you know, it had some things, and I look, I've certainly heard, I've had some awareness of some things. It's like, yeah, I don't, it doesn't, it sounds like maybe that, you know, some of the people that were hired were not treated well. Right. It sounds like, you know, certainly some money got in, and, you know, I, you could still put something out, right? Like, even if you don't match your, right, right, your right, kind right. of initial ambition level. Sure. But I feel like the problem, yeah, but one, it's like, also, I like what you said, was like, I don't want Sean King to be poor. I don't want anybody, first of all, yeah. I don't want anybody to be yeah. poor, but I hate the yeah. idea that, like, oh, well, theoretically, you're trying to do something that has social use, so you should live in, like, fucking misery. I think that's (laughs) ridiculous. ridiculous. I think that's just, like, Christian puritanical bullshit. Right. And I just think, like, you know, I guess maybe, you know, look, I don't know the ins and outs of all Sean King. So, like, does would this— You know, I'm not going to lie. Would this give me pause? Like, if Sean King came to me tomorrow and said, "Hey, I'm starting a new project. Would you help me fundraise for it?" I'd probably say no. But at the same time, right? Like, that's that's a normal, that's that's a normal thing that happens. But like the other part of like, I don't see anything wrong with the upshot of this being like, hey. Sean King does some good activism, some good journalism, some good social media curation. We all know that there are stories that he has forwarded. There are themes that he's put into the public consciousness in really effective ways. And so honestly, like, like even because I think there was one point in the article where they were like, you know, and now he's coming back, like trying to like Patreon his podcast or whatever. And it was like, great. Yeah. That's what he should have done to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Like, like just great. Clearly he can do a podcast. So get people to pay you to do a podcast. Like, great. Good. Yeah, like the problem is, is over promise and under deliver. And of course that's the thing. And I have no problem. Like I feel like we could have a culture where anybody could be criticized and anybody could, could, um, you know, be talked. like that would be healthy. If it didn't all of a sudden then just go to this like maximalist place. And I just, You know, again, I don't know, like you're literally going to have to show me that somebody has like a graveyard in their backyard, literally for me to say like, fuck yeah, 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 I just, I I just don't like that shit. And I don't like, I'm not going to like not tweet Sean King.
1: (laughs) I look. I'm I'm somebody who I probably have an affinity for the guy. I think he's done good work in the past, and you know, and like you know, part of me I admire his rabble rouser spirit. And like, if 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 I could talk to Sean King, I say, yo, keep doing your thing, man. And you have people who support you and fuck with you and focus on that and and continue to try to do good work, man, and and move on. Like the online, you know, woke contest. Stay out of that. (laughs) <laughs> like stay out of that that's a waste of everybody's time trying Illigous. to prove how down you are trying to prove all of this shit and i think that's where a lot of these activism cats get in trouble on the internet where it's again the internet is so like the incentives are so based on getting attention to yourself that you yeah, sort of brand building yes and people lean into those things that well, get them attention and those yeah. same things get them in trouble
3: and it gets, the, and, it, and it creates. Let's let's be honest. It creates jealousy. Yes, sir. You know, hundred um, percent. And 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 listen, like the it's it's part of the way the the economy is structured. But it, it, it you know like I mean we all we're all in the we're all in the same ecosystem, and like we often have to do gross shit that we don't, you know, of like promotion and like being like, hey, let's yeah. check out my thing, the yeah. thing that I'm doing, some you know,
1: like and please
2: don't ever ever don't ever start a tweet with so I did a thing. Yeah, so I did a thing. But I hate the fucking you know because honestly, so, I don't some like some personal I, news. I with you big picture picture nonzo but i also really like whatever like i think i'm doing good shit i think we're doing good shit so let people know about it it's not that big of a deal to me oh true
3: it just doesn't doesn't come out that naturally oh whereas some people it's like they're very good at it they just like self-promotion is their thing it's just like comes it flows from who they are and like i think that creates i think that i think people it rubs people the wrong way but it's like that is the way to it is a way to be successful in this day and age
2: yeah, no, I agree, and I, I I just think like yeah, I just like the idea that like if the if the output if the if the upshot was something constructive, um, you know, cool. But I just don't. Yeah, I I, I, I saw like when that article first came out, and I saw the usual like you know that's it. You know, of course it's like those were the same people said so that was it when the last thing came out, and it's just like yeah, like. Sean King's got some real sloppiness around money and fundraising. He also does really good work. He's not an evil person. And, you know, guess what? That's life on planet earth. We are all deeply mixed people, folks.
1: You couldn't have said it better myself, man. Um, you know, uh, man, that's our show for today, guys. Make sure you become a Patreon member of the Michael Brooks Show. Of course, make sure you become a Patreon member.
2: We're building um, studios.
1: Uh, We're gonna do relax, relax Yeah, do Michael Brooks. We're gonna do Like, yeah, it's, that's what the money for the Patreon goes to. Not do just the 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 Thomas Sankara, for the big fella.
3: The Thomas Sankara biopic is coming. You know, starring. Uh, we do. Yeah like we do Idris Elba
2: to <laughs> like you know docs basically
1: and it is, I don't know man just under promise and over delivered. That's, that, that's a
2: real, that's a slogan that really stands up
1: that's the message y'all make sure y'all listen to the latest TMBS make sure you guys listen to the latest episode of bomb tomorrow's the mailbag the Friday mailbag um of course uh Nando's entourage podcast is still ongoing um, incredible that? stuff. Let's pot it <laughs> out. Show, man? And um, Yeah, man, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, ch- make sure to check me and Michael out on Jacobin Radio this Saturday, live yeah, Saturday afternoon. I'll be making my debut. Be- yes, sir. Um, oh, and, yeah. and we'll see you guys next week. We're out of here.